I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram over at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Angie Tin on the line. She is the president over at Bix Group LLC, which stands for Because I Care. Uh, Angie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Adam. Um, so first off, uh, Because I Care, uh, l- love the name uh, for the Bix Group, um, and I want to get a lot more into what you're doing at your company and how you're helping your clients. But um, before we do that, let's just start a little bit back uh, from the beginning. So how did you get started as an entrepreneur? Sure. Actually, the journey uh, started even when I was a kid. I actually grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. I have six older brothers in Singapore that are all entrepreneurs. And while growing up, I've always been observing, like, um, how come they're having all these issues and how come they are struggling so much? So essentially, they were going through a lot of school, of what I call the school of hard knocks. So as I was envisioning um, being in a business-oriented family, I said I do want to have my own business at some point in time, but I'm not sure if I want to walk the same journey that my six brothers Mm -hmm. walked. So I thought about it and thought about it. I said, okay, maybe I'll be a little bit smarter. I will get myself a good education, a good MBA. I will get uh, hired by top Fortune 500 companies. And they will teach me a lot of things. They will teach me leadership skills and all that. And at the same time, pay me a good salary. So I get paid. I can learn. And when I'm ready, I can launch out and start my own business after that. So essentially, that's what the journey I took. And I spent the first decade of my career actually in Fortune 500 companies um, running, you know, from treasury or functions to um, finance functions, accounting functions, doing audit, doing mergers and acquisitions and whatnot in the finance career path. And after that, I went to also spend some years in the middle market companies, uh, companies that are doing perhaps $500 million to a $1 billion in revenue size, which I call middle market. And I went through that learning of what middle market, like a teenager's growing pains are, And finally, I said, you know what, I think I'm ready to launch. So about a decade and a half, I launched my first consulting firm, um, which wasn't big group at the time, but it was um, doing a lot of work from restructuring to IPOs or whatnot. And and I totally love it. It was uh, very challenging launching my first company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it, it has been very rewarding. And subsequent to that, I have co-founded and launched several other companies. So, literally, I started Big Group about uh, two years ago, and it is founded on the principle of because I care. Um, even though I don't actively market that as my foundational principle of why it is called Big Group, um, but basically, it is helping a lot of entrepreneurs and owners and business owners that are doing anywhere between just startups all the way to about $100 million in revenue size um, on their back office needs. 
And when I say back office, this is everything from their accounting, their bookkeeping, to CFO strategy work, controllership work, to even HR support, IT support, legal support, which essentially is, is a one-stop shop. And um, I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs at uh, smaller companies, and they struggle in that area because they're very good with sales and marketing. They're very good in operations. They can go out there, but usually their back office is struggling to, to cope at the pace that the entrepreneur mm. is running and the business owners is going. So they will come back, and they found out their, their books are, are in a mess. You know, They get RS audit, or they couldn't get the bank credit line that they want to, or they suddenly run out of money, and they don't even know what the heck happens. So, <laughs> so where Big Group comes in is really to help be the quarterback to support that back office governance and, and care and building up the discipline and infrastructure in that while the owners is chasing after their top lines and operations, sales and marketing, and so forth. So in terms of uh, a big group, um, what do you, I, obviously it's going to, uh, it's going to vary from uh, client to client, and you're going to see different things, but themes typically arise when you, when you work with more and more clients. What kind of things do you find when you're onboarding a new client, some of the mistakes that they're making before they, they come into your, into your office? Well, many times, um, because I, I also have a team, so right now for Big Group, we have a team of people in all those functional expertise, so I'm not a one-person show running everything and, and doing all the work that is needed in all those functional areas, so I do have functional expertise and CPAs and whatnot that are dealing in those areas that I just talked about. Um, many times, you know, there, there are all sorts of issues, so for example, Sometimes I go out, get a call, and the the comments might be, "Hey, Angie, you know my company is growing very fast, and um, but somehow we we see that we have a profitable financial statement, but we're running out of money. So I don't know where my money went. So then they have some working capital issue, and they don't even know how to troubleshoot it or resolve it. Um, other times they might get into uh, an issue of breaching the covenants with the bank." and they need to find a way to cure it. Um, there are also instances whereby they actually have uh, partnerships that they may be wanting to separate, and they don't know how best to separate because one partner who decides to stay may want to buy out the other partners, and there, there is money involved to, to deal with that. Um, other cases, it could be dealing with, um, you know, from a uh, legal side of the equation. They have specific distribution agreements that went into dispute that needs to be resolved or HR issues whereby they have uh, culture issues that they need my HR directors to step in to help them. So it's just... Um, a variety of colors. There's there's never a boring moment <laughs> dealing <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, dealing with all the different clients with different issues. <laughs> mm-hmm. So obviously, um, you you know you worked with a lot of companies and you you started multiple companies. And um, what kind of advice would you give to that uh, to that new entrepreneur that's really just getting started? I would say that, uh, needless to say, the first thing is uh, to to have a business idea. Usually people, they will start with, hey, I have a business idea. I want to launch it. I want to try it out and whatnot. And, of course, they, they sometimes they can just launch it out on the side as if they're a 1099 consultant themselves. 
or other times they will set up an entity to house them. So uh, one of the key things is to think about what legal structures that they're picking. You know, I'm sure you heard about um, whether they're going to choose an LLC, whether they're going to choose an S-Corp, C-Corp, or whatever. Um, those are the administrative side, kind of behind the curtain. But once they are out there actually launching and assuming that the business is showing some momentum, um, do not neglect the accounting side of the equation. Uh, do not neglect the back office because many times I've seen entrepreneurs that even they have generated a million or two in revenue, and even $5 million in revenue, they have no clue and they have never ever seen or know how to read their financial statements. And and that is a very dangerous place to play because you could be just constantly flying blind and, and literally that financial understanding is really your guiding star. You need that. And um but I but I've also seen nine out of ten entrepreneurs that when I sit down with them and ask them like uh, your financial statement and walk me through Nine out of ten of them, they have no clue, and they couldn't even tell me or explain to me why the numbers were there and what does it really mean to them. So when you're small, probably you you won't die by it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if uh, if for uh, an aspiring entrepreneur that wants to go fast and furious and and wanting their business to be you know a great company, attracting a lot of investors or attracting a lot of talents to come and work for them. They need to have prudence and in, in terms of building their back office infrastructure, which is a, one of the, my coaching points when I'm out there meeting entrepreneurs and owners, just uh, not to neglect that and make that mistake. No, that's definitely great advice, and it's, I think it's often overlooked. Um, and, and, and really, um, and, and, and the, the, the hard part about it being overlooked is that as the business goes, it gets further and further along, um, it becomes a little bit more difficult to sometimes implement some of those things that should have been done in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What 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 would be um, so? What size client does Vic Group typically work with? So that if somebody's listening to this and they're like, eh, maybe I should give them a call. Um, mm-hmm. What is the range of client that that you work with? Yeah, we have we have clients as young as well-funded, you know, venture back private equity back startups to as mature or in terms of revenue size up to about $100 million in revenue size and is a big range. And uh, mm-hmm. this range of clients at different phases, a $20 million client usually will have different problems from an $80 million client, for example. Of you know? of mm-hmm. So we actually will custom and tailor-made a solution, and, um, and, and I usually would be the one um, that visit them. We're in here in Los Angeles, and our clients are all here in drivable distance. And um, I will spend time with them to just do an assessment to see whether that's a fit, whether it's something that big group can do to help. And not all clients is a good fit. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they may be able to get a bad solutions from other avenues or other type of companies, and they will hear it directly from me because I'm not going to force a square pack into a round hole and not feel like I'm adding value or my team is adding value to the client. So many times it's a... It's all custom tailor-made. Every single client has various solutions, 
and Adam, just to give you an example, um, let's say client A, um, they might not have a controller. They might not have a CFO. So I might send in uh, a controller for one day a week, a CFO for two, three days a month to help them uh, supplement or augment from that side of the equation. And then a similar size client may already have a controller, but they may not have a HR manager or HR director, and um, they need help in that regard. So that other client may be augmented with our HR support instead of a controllership support. And um, mm-hmm. so we tailor-made a solution for every single client. So it's not really like a, a box package like in McDonald's, do you want combo meal A or combo meal B? We don't work like that. <laughs> okay. No, no, great, great. Um, thank you for sharing that. Uh, so if somebody wants more information, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out, Angie? Well, there are a few ways to reach out to me. One is to visit the website, which is biggroup.biz, and that is B-I-C-G-R-O-U-P dot B-I-Z. Or they can actually reach out to me in LinkedIn, and my name is spelled A-N-G-Y-C-H-I-N. Or they can email me directly at A-N-G-Y at B-I-C-G-R-O-U-P dot B-I-Z. So those are avenues that they can reach out to me. But, of course, they can call the Adam, too, and then you can funnel them this way. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to comment on the post. I don't want to pick up the phone. So thank you for that. Um, but, uh, no, seriously, though, Angie, uh, thank you definitely for coming on the show. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your experiences and also sharing what the good work you're doing over at uh, Big Group. Um, And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Uh, Don't forget to leave me a review. Do all those good things that we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it if I can keep this going for you guys. Um, And Angie, thanks a lot for coming on the show. Have a great day.